The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to the Pirate Radio Podcast, featuring special guests discussing a wide range of topics and personal stories. The Pirate Radio Podcast is presented by White Claw Hard Seltzer. Nothing tastes quite like it. Visit WhiteClaw.com today. White Claw Hard Seltzer, proudly distributed by Coastal Beverage. Please drink responsibly. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studio, here's Shirley Rhodes. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast featuring author Kate Lavelle. The Pirate Radio Podcast is brought to you by White Claw Hard Seltzer. On today's podcast, Jonathan Ellerby will have a great discussion with Kate on the book that she wrote with John Gordon called Stick Together. Sit back and relax. Today's Pirate Radio Podcast presented by White Claw Hard Seltzer starts right now. And welcome in to another edition of the Pirate Radio Podcast. Jonathan Ellerby here and excited about this episode because we're going to speak to a very special person. She is an author. She is a sought-after speaker and coach and consultant, and she is a member of the John Gordon team and the co-author of Stick Together, A Simple Lesson to Build a Stronger Team. She is Kate Lavelle. Kate, welcome to the Pirate Radio Podcast. Thank you so much for your time. Hey, awesome. Thanks so much. Kate, uh, you have a tremendous, a lot of titles there. Uh, Let's uh, just before we dive into this uh, great book that I just read recently called Stick Together. uh, How did Kate Lavelle get where she is today as an author, speaker, coach and consultant? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I started out really volunteering to coach uh, while my kids were young, kind of to give something to to give back and put myself into and uh, as I got out there and started working with these kids and, and seeing what a difference I could make, I wanted to do more and more of it. And it led to a lot more coaching opportunities. I uh, worked into coaching high school, and then I got picked up by U.S. Lacrosse to become a national coach's education trainer. So I started traveling and getting up in front of people. And uh, I realized, you know, if you can, you can touch a life as, as a coach's trainer, you know, how many more lives can I touch by going even higher? And so I started working with organizations and um, just kind of, it kind of moved from there. And then I, I met John and got pulled onto his team and it's opened up a lot of really incredible opportunities. Yeah. How did uh, you connect with uh, John Gordon? Because uh, we, we've talked about him a bunch. We've had him on the Pirate Radio podcast. He's written so many different books. And uh, how, how did you guys connect? And uh, we'll get to how you guys ended up writing a book together next. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, it's funny because anyone who knows John has a John story of how did you meet him because he's so awesome about just getting back to people and um, and everyone's just got some some story about how they how they uh, ended up getting connected. And I met him in an airport. So uh, you know, big lesson is when you're walking around, don't bury your head in your phone because you don't know when you're going to meet someone that's going to kind of change your life. <laughs> so. I, you know, he ended up telling me that he had written some books. He sent me some of them, and it was just at a time in my life where I was struggling with coaching and trying to get the culture part down. That was the part that I really struggled with. And after I read The Energy Bus, uh, I couldn't get it up. So I just started, you know, reading. You know, his books are a relatively quick read, so I just, you know, was going through them one at a time. And it really transformed how I was as a coach. So I started writing about it and as I transformed and I had finished writing kind of this day-to-day journal on what it was doing for my team and this powerful effect it had, I sent it to John and he shared it and it ended up becoming a book and that was my book, Confessions of an Imperfect Coach. 
And from there, you know, he brought me on the team to start speaking. And uh, eventually I started helping turning his books into workshops and delivering those and working with not just sports teams, but universities and companies and organizations to help bring this message out there and help them apply it. That is a, a very powerful story there. So I, I love the part, don't just always bury yourself in your phone because that is pretty much what everybody does, especially when you're in an airport. And uh, you just you hadn't read any of John Gordon's books. Did you know who John Gordon was when you had met him at the time? No, I had no idea. I had no idea who he was. But actually, kind of funny story was, you know, he told me that he wrote some books. I had on my USA lacrosse gear because I had just come from a clinic uh, teaching coaches. And so he saw the lacrosse stuff, and he came over and talked to me. That's kind of what sparked the conversation. And he told me he'd written some books, and I was like, oh, congratulations. You know, I didn't know who he was. And then when I got home, I saw I have a one-word book that somebody had given me, and I saw his name on it, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I, I didn't even realize that he wrote this book. So I sent him an email thinking, you know, this is going to info at John Gordon, like, he's never going to get this and like within three minutes he emailed me back so i was like oh wow and, and that's when he that's when he sent me the books but no i didn't i didn't know who it was but it was back in like 2013 that is awesome uh, definitely a life-changing story and to fast forward as you mentioned you're a member of the uh, john gordon team which uh, he's a positive leader and uh, you guys i guess got together and wrote this book stick together a simple lesson to build a stronger team how did uh, you guys uh, collaborate to uh, write this book together yeah you know i brought this project to him um, a little over a year ago and i wanted to take all of the lessons that i had learned as a coach uh, you know, my frustrations that I had really of having a lot of talent and being able to give them the X's and O's and, uh, but not be able to get them to gel together. And something that I work with teams a lot now is how do I get all of these talented people to collaborate, you know, and, and to work together so that we're more effective in the team part of it and not just as individuals. And I wanted to put something together for people that would be really easy to digest, a quick read, something they could share with people on their team you know, and also to apply to everything, not just sports, using sports as a base, because I think a lot of people understand sports. They played it at least, at, you know, as a kid, um, but, but to be able to use it for their business teams and any kind of team really that they're working with. And so that's, that's kind of how it started. I read, a, um, I used to read Aesop's Fable as a kid all the time. I would just pour through those. And I just remembered this, uh, this fable about how sticks are stronger together and so that's, that's kind of the, um, the beginning of it. And then I brought it to John and, and, you know, just so you know, like it's, it's not that easy to write a book with John. I, I think I've given him 20 manuscripts over seven years and he's like, no, no, that's not the one. No, this isn't it. <laughs> so it wasn't like, you know, you just walk up and go, Hey, let's do a book. Um, but you know, he knew that this was a great time. He understands timing. He's so good at that. And he did what John Gordon does. He took what I wrote and he put his um, his touches on it and he put some of his quotes in there and he turned things around to make them very simple and very digestible and very applicable to everybody today. And uh, and that's just kind of how it came about with coffee being being so um, so popular and helping the individual. This is kind of like the coffee bean for teams. You know, it's, it's that same idea, but it's really how do we apply this living from the inside out and getting closer together as a team. 
Yeah, and I thought the book was so relate. Obviously, very easy to read, very relatable. Whether you're a sports team, whether you're uh, in business, or I even gave it to my 12 year old to to read, who's playing yeah. little league baseball. So I mean, I, I think it it goes across all spectrums of of how to get the point apart. And uh, what was your favorite part of uh, diving in and, and putting this story together? Um, you know, I think um, you know the, the actual story or the process. Both. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, in the actual book, and I, I don't know if this is just because um, I'm sappy or if it's because the story really is a story of my transformation, you know, that journey that I had of becoming, you know, the main character, which is Coach David in the story. Um, but when they get to the point in the story where it comes together, um, they have that aha moment. I, I always get a little teary-eyed because I'm like, oh, this is, you know, like, they get it. Good job. Um, you know, just kind of get emotionally connected to that. But, you know, for, for me, it was really putting it all together, getting that illustrator picked out and, and seeing, um, seeing those touches at the end that really took it from here's a cool story to, wow, this is relatable. And um, what people, you know, need to understand when they look at the book or when they start to read it is, yes, it's a very small book. Yes, it's got some illustrations in it. Um, but you can, it, it's like a study book. You know, there's seven principles in there. And I'm doing workshops on this and, you know, I can do three to five hours covering it because we go into in-depth conversations on how do you apply belief? How do you live it? How do you keep it alive every single day? And how do you make your team powerful with it? So it's a quick read, but you can really dive deep into each of these principles. Yeah, I believe, uh, you know, believe is actually the uh, first principle uh, you, you talk about of, of what it takes for for a team to uh, stick together and uh, kind of get to where they can have that aha moment. Uh, people always talk, when we're in sports radio and, and follow sports all the time, you always hear coaches and teams wanting to talk about culture. This is the culture we're building here. This is that. H- how do you help people create a uh, culture of greatness when you uh, consult and coach for them? I think that the most important thing is first to really uh, strip down the walls and acknowledge where you are. It's uh, very easy as a leader, especially for those of us who grew up with what I call kind of that old school coaching, uh, putting yourself kind of on a pedestal, pulling the curtain across, you know, don't bring this to me, deal with your drama on your own, uh, you know, bring your best self in front of me. That's all I want to see. Like, let's, let's focus on that. And, and a lot of times, you'll go, I'll go talk to a leader or a coach and they'll tell me, we don't really have any issues. You know, we're a great team. We get along really well. We just, we aren't performing the way that I think we should. And when you get a third party that comes in and talks to them, it turns out there's actually quite a few issues, but they're under the surface. And so as leaders, we will try to keep things smooth and try to make it look good by, you know, everybody, let's be positive. Let's focus on this. And it's, it's almost this false, um, you know, false picture of positivity going on, but underneath of the surface, you think about an apple, an apple looks great on the outside, but there's worms on the inside. Eventually, the whole apple's going to rot. It's just going to do it and kind of surprise you because you don't know it's coming. So th- the first thing is really to, to get an honest um, idea of where you are, and that is the base of positivity. The base of positivity is not everyone acts positive. Um, th- that's not going to lead you somewhere in a good direction. The really the base of positivity is let's be let's get real about where we are. And then with that belief, let's all make sure we transfer this belief into each other that there's a great future ahead and that no matter where we are right now, even if it's not great, we have the right people, we have um, the purpose that's important enough to drive us 
and we've had the ability to get to this incredible place. And I believe in the people around me to support me, and I know that I'm here to support you. And so that belief is what brings you out of where you are and to where you want to go. When uh, in the book, uh, the, the coach David, uh, he had had a really good season the year before, but they uh, got bounced in like the first round of the playoffs and, and they were, you know, thought they were a championship team. And usually when I guess people are calling you in as a consultant, things aren't going well. It doesn't mean things are, you know, completely a dumpster dive or, or, or where they are. But uh, how do you find a, that initial base of, of positivity, uh, as you talked about just a minute ago? Yeah, you know, I think it, it, it really does come down to that belief. And I like to ask teams where they, uh, where they want, you know, what are their goals? Where's the place that you guys are trying to get to? What have you put up as your kind of your milestones that you want to hit this year? And they'll list off some really cool things. It's a sports team, it's usually, you know, we want to go to the championship or we want to be in the Final Four or whatever it is. Uh, if, it's a, if it's a business team, you know, we want to hit these numbers. We want to be the best sales team in our region, something like that. And... Then when you ask them, you know, in a very real way, okay, those are all great, awesome. What do you truly, truly, honestly believe, without holding anything back, where you're going to end up? And the funny thing about the second question is they're going to say things like, well, we're probably going to be where we were last year. Or we might be a little better. Like, do you really believe you're going to get there? Uh, not really. And, and not the whole team, but you're going to have a few people on the team that really don't believe it. And all, you, all it takes is a couple people that don't see it and don't think you can hit it that are going to hold everyone back to what they believe is going to be the answer. And so pulling that positivity out is about getting them really excited about where they're going and then pumping them full of so much belief that they can't help but absorb it so that everybody jumps on. And a lot of times when we try to help people or we try to, as a leader, we point out where they're falling short. And after a while, all they hear is, you're not good enough. And you're really just trying to give them tools to get better. But all they're hearing is, I'm not, I'm not good enough. But when you pump them full of, all right, I've seen you. Now, it's not that false stuff. It's, it's I've seen you at 100%. You were put here because of what you can do at 100%. And our team will never be what we can be without you at 100%. And so I'm here to support you. Tell me what you need. And I need you to bring your best self because we can't do it without you. And there's a big difference in that, pumping you full of what you can do rather than pumping you full of where you're falling short. What do you think uh, some of the biggest challenges are for uh, coaching and and leading in today's world? Oh, gosh. You know, I'm thinking that um, a lot of – there's just so much division. There's a lot of division going on. There's a lot of opinions. Um, There's a lot of social media that can um, get – screenshotted and saved and shared around and and there's just there's a lot of things that people can kind of hold grudges against and and go against each other so the the division thing is is really difficult um there's a lot of hard topics that are out there right now that need to be talked about but that can cause this um you know just some issues on your team and then there's um people are struggling they're having um you know I, i don't think anyone has been untouched by this last year and so you add on to the typical issues that you have on a team, the fact that people are coming in with a lot of stress uh, in the background, which is going to, you know, not necessarily bring out the best in you. And so keeping everyone dialed in and focused on your purpose is really important. Keeping everyone connected is really important. So really all of these principles that are in the book are designed that, first of all, they feed off of each other. You really can't have one without the other. They're, they're very connected but they're, they're designed to 
keep people moving in the right direction and overcome um, all of the things that they're dealing with in, in their daily lives to really get to what are we what are we doing here and why does this matter? Yeah, I think one of John Gordon's best quotes is, is distractions are the enemy of greatness. And uh, because you weren't distracted and, and in your phone, you were able to meet John Gordon. And it was kind of life-changing for you to share all these principles uh, in the book together called Stick Together. Yeah, absolutely. Keeping your head up is, is so great. I've met some really incredible people by reminding myself. And I think I did have, I might have had my head buried in my phone, but he was kind of insistent and came over and said, hey, lacrosse. Um, and, and I have remembered since then that, you know what, I need to have more conversations with people that are around me. I need to be better connected with, with my fellow humans out here. And not just because, Hey, it might do something cool for my life, but because, um, the people around me have, first of all, a, a lot of lessons that I can learn from a lot of experiences I can learn from. And there's so much power in connecting with other people that really fuels you. It's that, just that passing of energy. Uh, that's so good for us that we tend to lose one when we're on our phones all the time and two when we're more quarantined you know I think we all are starved for that connection and now is more than ever we need to reach out what is like the number one question that you get the most of people that doubt your positivity or or, or being positive uh, day to day uh, what, they're asking me. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, well, how? Why are you so positive? Why? Why do you b- believe so much? Why? You know, it's this. You know, is it false positive? Kind of what you talked about before. Is it when people I, do people doubt you? I mean, wh- how do you how do you convert someone from being a doubter to being a positive person? <laughs> yeah, I think that the biggest thing. I'm not a um, I'm not a big Pollyanna positive, as John calls it. So I'm not a big raw raw person. I tend to be. I'm I'm actually a you know I was raised in a household that was very a realist and you know kind of a little cynical of let's look at everything that can go wrong and um, and go from there. So that was part of my transformation was realizing you don't always have to focus on where it can go wrong. And John talks about that faith over fear, and they're both a belief in the future. And you know faith is a belief in a positive future, and fear is a belief in a negative future. And neither have happened yet. So. Mine was always to look at the fear, what could go wrong, and and that transformation into realizing, hey, I can focus on, I can focus on faith and and believing there's a positive future. So I am very real about where I am, but I do uh, talk about where I'm going and it being positive. And um, I think that the biggest pushback I get from people is that, and this was my own thought as well when I first started this journey. Well, we can be really nice to each other, but we're not going to be successful. We're not going to perform, and and I thought that was going to happen too. But what I saw was that when you have a positive culture, when you're positive in general, your performance accelerates. It's actually better than it was before, and your team does better than it was before. And not only do you perform better, you're not putting out fires all the time, so it saves you, it saves you time rather than being a time drainer. Um, you know, people think, oh, we, we can put culture in when we have time or when there's an issue. But if you put it in at the beginning – you save a lot of time, a lot of headache, and you just enjoy whatever you're doing so much more. So I think that's the pushback is they think it's too nice. And until they see, uh, you know, that your team is successful under pressure, which is where the cracks happen and whatever's on your foundation is going to show. 
Yeah. In your book, uh, Stick Together, you say a team is a group that sticks together through adversity to pursue a shared vision and purpose and seeks to accomplish something great together. We can't ever be whole until we're bound together as a team. And certainly a lot of people had to stick together this last year and uh, are hopefully sticking together now to get uh, to get better as uh, hopefully the world begins to change for better. What's up next for uh, Kate Lavelle? As, um, any more books with John Gordon? Any more books on your own? Uh, what's what's going to be the future for you? Yeah, I, I'm working on, um, I always have about 10 projects going at one time, so I, I'm not happy unless I'm running a million miles a minute. But um, I'm right now, the, the biggest priority is that I'm, I'm doing these workshops. And it's great to have a book. It's great to have a speaker come in and hype everybody up and you get really excited. But Monday morning is coming. And Monday morning is, is rough. You know, you go in there and, and, and even if you're excited, you're going to have things that get dumped on you. And then you think, well, either you get distracted from what you just got excited about or you just think, I don't know how to apply this. And so the whole point of these workshops is to come in either behind the speaker or, um, or even on their own and just say, all right, look, these are the principles. Let's, let's as a group talk about this. Let's figure out what this looks like, and then let's specifically apply it to what you do every single day, and let's make an action plan, not only to start today and use this for your real life and, and your job, but also to keep this alive going forward so that this is a real transformation, so that we're going somewhere amazing and that you have it defined and you understand why this matters and why you specifically can, you know, only you can do what you do the way you do it. And someone could replace you and maybe check off some task boxes, but nobody could do it in the way you do it. Uh, and I think that's just really powerful. So that's, that's my biggest thing right now is just kind of getting these workshops out and helping people dive into uh, all the principles in this very short book, but very powerful message. The book is Stick Together, A Simple Lesson to Build a Stronger Team. Kate Lavelle is the co-author with John Gordon. Uh, Kate, tell everybody how they can connect with this book, how they can connect with you and, uh, and find out more about uh, what you're doing. Absolutely. So you can grab the book, really any bookstore it's going to be in. Uh, you can also get it off of Amazon. That's a pretty easy way to grab it. Uh, to connect with me, you can shoot me an email. Uh, easiest email is kate at johngordon.com. My website is katelavelle.com. And you can find me on Twitter. That's kind of my main main platform. And that's just uh, at Kate Lavelle um, on Twitter. Kate, thanks so much for joining us on the Pirate Radio Podcast and uh, writing this book and uh, sharing your story today. Hopefully people will uh, check it out. I know they'll be better if they do, and I know they'll be sharing it with uh, other people in their lives. Uh, Keep up the great work and look forward to catching up with uh, your future works down the road. Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. What a great episode today of the Pirate Radio Podcast with Jonathan Ellerby and his special guest, author Kate Lavelle. Special thanks to our sponsor, White Claw Hard Seltzer. Look for White Claw at your favorite retailer next time you're out shopping. White Claw Hard Seltzer is available in five fruit flavors, has two grams of carbs, is gluten-free, and only has 100 calories. And nothing tastes quite like it. We'll be back very soon with another edition of the Pirate Radio Podcast. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to our podcast in your Apple Store. You can also visit our website at PR. 927fm.com and follow us on social media at PR927fm to keep up with the latest news and information. Until next time, have a great day, everyone. You have been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, brought to you by White Claw Hard Seltzer. Nothing tastes quite like it. Visit whiteclaw.com today. White Claw Hard Seltzer, proudly distributed by Coastal Beverage. Please drink responsibly. The Pirate Radio Podcast is an exclusive presentation by Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.